Welcome to another message of hope from Gateway Family Church. For more information or to contact us, please visit gateway.asn.au. Hey, what a great intro. (laughs) Yes, we do love you, Delaney. So, uh, after getting sick this week, I found the topic that I had been given rather funny and the title was Everyone Struggles But God Can Still Use Us. And let me tell you, I have been in struggle town the last few weeks. First off would be around work things. If you don't know, I'm the administration manager here at Gateway, so I've helped keep the building standing. And things have been going wrong around here. First off, someone in the area decided to cut a Telstra line, so we had no phones or internet for over a week, which meant that none of the staff had emails for over a week, and it's usually my job to try and fix something like that, and it was very difficult. Uh, The first day of Broadway in a week last week, well done to everyone who's involved in that, the uh, sliding doors over here decided to break, and they wouldn't even open. And it took over a week for me fighting with the company to get them to finally come out on Monday, I think it was, to fix them. And so that was a lot of extra stress. Um, Broadway in a week always adds to like the chaos that's around here and I still have normal work to do as much as I do love seeing it every year. There's been staffing changes around here. There's people that have been sick, which adds pressure to the rest of the staff. Um, Not to mention, personally, I've had to get my car fixed and uh, a few things around that. I've had some family problems. I've been supporting friends that have been struggling with a few different things. And in three weeks, I'm going away for an extended period. So I'm trying to plan that trip and it's not fully been planned yet. Add on top of that, I am a perfectionist. So I like things to go well and I like to do things well. So when things go wrong, I don't cope so well. Um, So the topic, everyone struggles but God can still use me. And God has still been using me and I pray that tonight he'll use me to encourage you guys. Because I'm in a relationship with him and I'm talking to him all the time about what is going on, that's how I know he's still using me. So I need to know with this next statement that I'm not alone and I'll come forward a little bit so I can see you. Does anyone else, when you're watching a documentary or a TV show some or something, you know, one of those um, like the voice shows, find yourself tearing up at the descriptions of what's happening on there? Am I the only one that that happens to? Please tell me. There's others in this room that that happens to get a bit teary. Not, to that, not only that, I'm, I don't cry all that often. I can go months and months without crying about anything and then... I'm watching this show on Monday night and I find, found myself like sobbing because I was like so moved by what was going on on the TV. Um, so I'm watching this documentary about a group of people and they all had something in common. There was a businessman, uh, at a guess, I think he was in his 50s, um, and he had managed over a 30-plus year career to work out a way to not have to interact with people face-to-face. 
And obviously 30 years means he didn't have like social media and stuff when he first started. But he didn't interact with people face to face. There was a pharmacist who sounded incredibly smart. And obviously to be a pharmacist, you need to know a lot of stuff. But he had isolated himself so much that he had no friends. And one of the few people that he interacted with was his nephew who was in primary school. There was a really talented wedding photographer who wasn't getting a lot of work, but what work she did get, her best friend had to come along to every single gig with her. And there were two 13-year-old boys who had been bullied incredibly badly at school and one of them had not been wanting to go to school anymore, all because they couldn't say their own name. Now, the thing each of these people had in common was that they had a stutter. Each of them really struggled in their life, and when they, especially when they had to interact with people. It was so awful that all of these people had had to put different things in place so they didn't talk. They hid who they really were, and essentially they cut themselves off from the world. For each of them... What they struggled with was really obvious to everyone around them. They literally couldn't get words out of their mouth. They had fa- some of them had facial twitches when they tried to form words. Um, you know, they'd be spitting out, tr- having trouble spitting out words that you and me we wouldn't even we wouldn't even think about what we're saying. But they had to process every sentence that they said so that they could make sure the words were ones that they could actually say. This debilitating issue had made them withdraw from being who they had been created to be. So during the show, they they basically were showing these um, half a dozen people doing a four-day course on learning how to overcome their stutter um, and working out so they can talk. So the first day, basically, they put this belt around their chest and they were reteaching themselves how to breathe so that they could force the air out of their mouths. We all breathe using the back of our diaphragm, but they had to teach themselves the way that opera singers um, use their diaphragms and use the front of their diaphragm to be able to start forming their words. They spent about 12 hours learning this breathing technique and trying to say their name. That's all they did on the first day. And so you're kind of watching them and you could see they're struggling, like a grown man in his 50s sobbing because he couldn't say his name. It was like it was really moving. Day two, they had to f- make a phone call to 10 people. Now, the 10 people had all participated in this course, so they knew they were safe people and would understand what they were going through. But each of them had to make phone calls to 10 people. Some of them had never talked on a phone because their stutter was so bad. And you watched them achieve this thing. The day after that, after they'd done all of this practice, they had to go out into the middle of London and talk to 100 people. Uh, I don't even know if I could do that, uh, let alone someone who can't even speak well. They had to talk to 100 people and they had to make sure as they talked to people, they were telling them what was going on. You know, I have a stutter, I'm doing this course, learning how to speak um, in a different way. And they had to tell people that. 
And basically what you, as an audience member, what I learned throughout this was a lot of people with a stutter end up with like, it's a can, some of it can be in their head. They end up with a lot of fear based around having to communicate to people. So that makes their problem worse and then they get more afraid to talk to people and then the problem gets even worse. So what part of the course was doing was teaching them how to get past their fear. According, uh, no, sorry, lots of people, um, oh sorry, I missed a part of that. I'll go back. By the end of the course, on the third day, they did a speech in the middle of London and all of them were able to do it. And in front of, just public speaking in front of lots of people, I don't think I could have done that. And then on the last day, because they'd been isolated from their families and friends for the four days, they did a speech in front of their the closest family and friends. And all of them were able to achieve that, which was just incredible to watch. So lots of people, especially people in this room, around the world, have struggles going on in their worlds. But did you know that there were some people in the Bible that also had major struggles? When you think of the big stories in the Bible, one that people remember is when Moses went to the Pharaoh of Egypt to set the Israelite slaves free and take them to the promised land. Moses goes to Pharaoh and God's, God does end up sending all, of, all the plagues on the Egyptians to try and make Pharaoh listen, to release these slaves. But he has to go back and forth ten times before the Israelites are set free. And when you read all of this, I just I personally just think about how brave Moses had to have been just to go back and forth and back and forth all the time. But what a lot of people don't realize is that Moses actually said no to God in doing that task. He said no four times with this mission he'd been given. Not once, not twice, but four times he said no. You see, Moses didn't believe in himself. He didn't know how to prove a message was from God, that God was even speaking to him. Uh, he thought people wouldn't believe him when he did say something. And finally, he, he thought he couldn't speak. He, didn't, he had this stutter. So here's some of the stories straight from the Bible. Look, the cry of the people of Israel has reached me, and I have be seen how harshly the Egyptians abused them. Now go, for I am sending you to Pharaoh. You must lead my people Israel out of Egypt. But Moses protested to God, Who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? God answered, I will be with you, and this is your sign that I am the one who has sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God at this very mountain. Was that Mount Sinai at the time? And then in the next chapter, But Moses pleaded with the Lord, Oh, Lord, I'm not very good with words. I never have been. And I'm not now, even though you've spoken to me. I get tongue-tied and my words get tangled. Then the Lord asked Moses, Who makes a person's mouth? Who decides whether people speak or do not speak? Hear or do not hear? See or do not see? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go. I will be with you as you speak, and I will instruct you in what to say. Despite all of Moses' pro, um, pro protests, God knew better, 
and he still used him to change world history. God knew exactly who Moses was, all of his history, which included murdering someone, all of his failures and his faults. But God also knew that he was the exact right person for what needed to happen next. And I love the last part of that last verse I read. Now go, I will be with you as you speak. I'll get the band to come up wherever they're hiding. So after hearing these stories tonight about the people from the documentary that chose to push through their fears and learn to talk, about Moses and God using him through his limitations, my question for you is, what are you struggling with? What are you holding back from? I know there are people sitting in this room that have friendship issues or feel that they don't have any friends, people struggling with school or work, people dealing with grief or health issues. Maybe you're hesitating to step into a new opportunity or fearful about what others will think if you do step into something different from the norm. God is with you. Even if you don't fully understand what that means, he's still there, ready to listen and to help you out. So as we've heard tonight, God's word, the Bible, tells us that he will be there for us. He will provide us with the right uh, tools at the right times. It doesn't mean things will be easy. Moses had to go back to Pharaoh 10 times, but God will be with us every single step of the way. So later tonight in Equip, we're going to be spending some time in prayer. And you can see there's a whiteboard over to the side, which we'll move a bit closer in a minute. During these next couple of songs, I just want to invite you to perhaps write something up on the board that you personally need prayer for. You don't have to put your name. Or perhaps a friend needs or somebody in your community or the world. Write something that you need or want to have prayed for. In Equip, we're going to spend some time perhaps um, you know, praying over those things. Or perhaps you've got something that you have been struggling with or you want to push through. We're going to give you an opportunity to be prayed with for that thing. So the youth team will be available. Anyone wearing one of these lanyards will be moving around the room during Equip. And we'll be able to pray for you about something in particular. But if there's not anything, that's okay. We'll spend some time praying for what other people want prayer for. And right now, we're going to spend some time in worship. Uh, Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to this message from Gateway Family Church. We hope you join us again for another great message next week. For more information or to contact us, head to gateway.asn.au.